It's Gabriel. It's Bailey. And this is CYMK. Museum update! <laughs> Museum update! <laughs> the San Angelo Museum of Fine Arts is on Eventbrite. What's Eventbrite? <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> Let me just clarify. Not, not a sponsor. <laughs> Sponsored by Eventbrite. Today we bring you. If you're not on top of our events lately, we have a perfect way for you to stay informed about all things upcoming at Sampa. If you follow our page on Eventbrite, you can get notifications of upcoming museum events and it's easier than ever to register for free events or even like buy a ticket for a class or a concert. And easy as that. It's super easy. It sounds pretty easy. Have you used the Eventbrite to actually register for an event yet? Or I actually used Eventbrite whenever we had Meet Me on Love Street for the Friends oh, Friendraiser. Yeah. That was, but then all the tickets were sold out, so <gasps> people are hearing about it. That's just good. They're so. using our Eventbrite. Yeah, nice. They kind of want to stay on top of it more. So, and it's... you get the emails that reminds you and stuff mm-hmm. from the museum. So, yeah. if you want updates on your museum, go to Eventbrite. Yep. Thank you, Eventbrite. Thank you, Eventbrite. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, guys, I'm just cutting in real quick to tell you that a lot of the pieces that we're going to be talking about in this episode today are actually on display right now at the Mirror Museum. You can go check out their current exhibit, Made in America, Manufactured Glass from the San Angelo Museum of Fine Arts. It's really beautiful. It features over 100 different pieces of our American factory-made glass. We're so delighted that the Mirror Museum could host this exhibit for us and feature our work. So go check that out it will be open until september 2nd now on to the episode oh that was good yeah and now on you said it better and now on to the episode today we're going to be talking so today's episode is going to be about glassware art if you don't know what glassware art is it's pretty much it's not even pretty much it's in the title glass it's glass yeah what is glass i think you read it the other day oh i did read it so (laughs) Oh. <laughs> Did you forget? No, 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 no. In Mesopotamia, they used salt. They used some other stuff. Lime. Oh, and lime. What was the last one? Salt, lime. Because then I was like, how can you do that? Because that's like how? a vodka shot. Oh, and soda. They used salt, lime, and soda to create glass. Like a classic mixed drink. <laughs> oh, if you go to a bar, order a glass, and you'll yeah. get whatever that is. Shot Perhaps glass? It. Salt, lime, and soda? Are oh, you kidding oh me? Oh my gosh. Maybe I was reading a bar what? recipe. <laughs> Maybe my research is tainted. Mm-hmm. But anyways, oh, we'll tell them about Sampha. You want me to tell them about Sampha? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell them what's up. <laughs> so... Uh, American manufactured glassware is one of our main areas of concentration in our permanent collection. Um, So we actually started out with just a couple pieces of glass art in our collection. And then after 2013, we actually got two generous donations from different organizations and people that helped our collection of glass grow. A word? Yeah, you want to hear about who donated what? If you don't mind. Cool, yeah. Okay, part of the people who donated to our huge collection. Some would say the largest in the world, some might say. I... (laughs) <laughs> Some might say Some that. might say. Um, we had a giant uh, donation from Milbra Long in the Museum of Glass Made in America. The Longs were instrumental in founding the Fostoria Glass Museum in Moundsville, West Virginia. So if you look through our collection, you'll see a lot of the Fostoria glass. Um, Milbra and her daughter, Emily, they extensively researched and documented Fostoria glassware. And then the board of the Museum of Glass Made in America began to look for an existing museum 
that they could partner with. And the San Angelo Museum of Fine Arts is thrilled to be that place they chose. So we now house a part of their huge collection, which is really cool. So it was really their like love child that they just wanted it to be on display somewhere. So the other huge donation we got was from the Ryan Collection. So what's the Ryan Collection? So the Ryan Collection is a collection of Dr. Frances M. Davis Ryan of Galveston and her husband, Neil Ryan. So after getting like a a gift of like a covered glass bowl, they went off the deep end. Basically, they're like, I love this. I love this art. So they got really into antiquing and finding like American manufactured glass and depression glass. So their huge collection of depression glass, that was their main focus, the American manufactured glass, which as I was saying before, this is more of a functional piece of glassware, not like a sculptural. So it was the, you know, manufacturing process that really took a boom right before World War II. I would say, so in the, I found through some digging that in the Victorian era, they had made, well, it was a sign of wealth to have glass, specifically crystal, Mm. and they had celery glass vases which sounds, again, exactly like it is. You got your stalks of celery, and to keep them fresh, you would chill them in these celery vases, which I thought was pretty interesting. You know what I was imagining? It it was in the shape of celery. That's what I thought, too. (laughs) When I looked it up, I was like, what am I going to find? It was just like ornate little vases, well, glass vases. To keep your celery in. Mm -hmm. And there was a sign of wealth because celery was a luxury back then. (gasps) How interesting. I know, and... Fun fact, I'm actually allergic to celery. Shoot. So You're going to have to put, like, carrots in your celery glass. But then that's not me being rich. I want to be rich. Hmm. But so wealth. the absolute yeah, symbol of wealth would be to have celery glass filled to the brim with celery <laughs> yeah. and never eating a bite of it, you know? Yes, pretty much. Another <laughs> glassware that I found really interesting that many people know is uranium glass. Oh, tell me about it. Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So for uranium glass, uh, so depending on the weight of the piece and what it was put in, um, determines its radioactivity. So I, you can drink out. No, you can't. Some say you can drink out of it. Some say you can't drink out of it. That to me tells me I probably should not. That's true. As long as there's somebody saying you shouldn't, I think you should listen. (laughs) But it's literally glassware made to consume from, and it's radioactive. Like, what on earth? Because it's pretty. It was... It was pretty. So the most typical color of uranium glass is the pale yellowish-greenish color, uh, which in the 1920s actually led to the nickname Vaseline glass because Vaseline mm. at the time was that yellow pale color, and now it's like petroleum. I know when I slather Vaseline all over my face and body, I turn radioactive green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, oh, like in Futurama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Like that episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns is like... Who's Mr. Burns? All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, this is important. <laughs> Did you know uranium glowed glue? What's it glow. Right it glues. It glues. <laughs> Whoa! When you go to your antique stores, I know we have one here in town, and people usually take black lights with them to <gasps> look for it. But I know specifically, not sponsored, that they have a black light little to show it off. Right. But the thing is, you want. You want to buy it from a place that doesn't know what they have because, like, right. you want to know what well, they have and they but shouldn't. Sometimes they're not that expensive, which I find interesting oh, because it's they're, it's radioactive. They're like, get yes. this out of my store. Literally, they're, it's they're like, I cannot have children. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So uranium. So it, radio radioactivity just like hurts your reproductive rights and hurts your organs and gives you cancer. So that's why they did away with it. So drink from the glass. Drink from it. 
I want to watch you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, okay, so <clears throat> I'm assuming that it, it's, like, claimed to not be enough to, like, make a difference, but it I wouldn't. your skin off. I wouldn't try it. I don't no. think. But in our, in our collection, we do have some uranium glasses that are displayed, but, I mean, we're not going and touching them. And uranium not, well, glasses? Well, they're not displayed now, but... Many, yeah. Like if you wore them on your face. <laughs> oh my god, you're so silly. <laughs> no, I remember Becca. <laughs> Becca would give tours. Uh, she would bring the black light with her, like when yeah, I did that. that the- <laughs> yeah, and she would show them the the glowing. It's cool. It looks really cool. I just wouldn't drink yeah, out of it. But then that's the thing again. So it, depending on how much uranium's in it, it glows brighter. Because I've seen some that don't glow at all. Yeah. Either because they're old, faded, or they just don't have you much. Uranium in them. Radioactivity. Radioactivity. <laughs> Radioactivity detected. <laughs> so, yeah, those are interesting pieces. I like those. I, I wonder, those. I don't know. I wonder if somebody has like a huge collection in their house and they just like have a green hue to them when they walk out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so this brings me like circle back around to the functionality aspect and then the art aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, these pieces were manufactured during the Industrial Revolution, meaning they were just pumped out, mass-produced. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming there had to be, like, some type of mold casting to them, not really much thought, just because people are just pumping them out. Yeah. Well, actually, I think there was a little thought put into it because the different colors and the different patterns they would oh, well, put on true. there, they became collectibles. And believe it or not, like, at supermarkets or, like, like, I think one example is, like, the Quaker Oats Company would give away free glassware in their boxes of, like, cereal and stuff. Oh. Because they wanted you to, like, get hooked, and they wanted you to start collecting them. But then it's like, oh, well, now I have to buy one in every color. Mm-hmm. Or now I have to buy the whole set in in uranium green or whatever. So <laughs> it was kind of like a marketing thing. Okay. Which I think comes with any mass-produced thing nowadays, too. So mm-hmm. they were starting it early. <laughs> I think the fact that it was, like, the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, the beginning of this American manufactured line of glassware, and the fact that it became collectibles makes it more of, like, an artistic, you know, endeavor to collect them all and have a collection, and that's why we, like, focus on them as a collection. Gotta collect them yeah. all. Gotta catch them all. Gotta collect them all. You know the phrase. Pika man. <laughs> I will not say that. In the no, because you said the you said the phrase wrong. So to say the name. Wrong, oh God, Jesus Christ! Got to collect them all, Pika man. <laughs> Although you do bring up a good point because I bet there are things nowadays that are mass produced that we like look at as trash or like crap, but it's going to be a collectible one day in the future. It's going to be art, and that's already happened. Well. That's already happening now with, like, Pyrexes, mm-hmm. is you're finding vintage Pyrexes, and those are being resold for a bunch of money, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. more just to, yeah, sit there and look pretty and not really use, because they have, they have, like, lead in them, right? Shoot! Right? I think that's what it is. <laughs> what is with people manufacturing things we eat off of with lead and uranium? <laughs> Was it lead? It's too late to look now, but... Um, Fiesta Ware is another big one. Have you heard of, like, the Fiesta Ware? It's, like, a brand of, like, pots and pans and plates and dishes people collect, like, every color of and stuff, so. Mm. Is it a little speckled stuff? But that's... It's stuff. just super bright, colorful mm. pottery. So, yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. 
Thank you today for listening. So if you want to see pictures of our uh, American manufactured glassware or the Robert Wilson pieces, you can see some of them on our website right now. Um, Our permanent collection is closed right now. But when we open back up, you'll be able to come through and see some of these cool little pieces. And uh, yep, thank you. you. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Ba ba ba